I guess I wasn't hated that much for a pastor to ask me to come back, right? I guess, I don't know. Or, or he just felt bad, either way. But no, I want to um, really quick just thank Pastor Tim um, just for being pastor. I mean, you can't really go wrong with Pastor Tim. Um, I went over to his house uh, the other day. He had to drop the grill off from our father-son barbecue. And he said, oh, man, you come over anytime, just jump in my swimming pool. Do you know, if you can't open up the fence, because it's a little tricky, he said, just hop in, hop in the pool, man, whenever you want. You know where I live. I'm like, oh, man, thanks, Pastor. Uh, so I just want to give a big hand for Pastor and just for his leadership. Let me come on staff here as a youth guy and, and just thank him. Um, so can we pray real quick? All right, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I think just for this awesome morning we can have, and I just pray that whatever you want um, us to hear, God, I just pray that you will, you will speak it through us, God, and I just pray that you will give us a great morning in everything that we do. Amen. So we're in this series kind of like labels, right? And we're talking about, or I'm sorry, overcoming, not labels. Um, but I want to talk to you about labels this morning. Now, whenever I think of overcoming, how many of you have ever heard of the Mud Run? Um, it's over here, like right where like Fright Fest is. So I had the opportunity to participate it two falls ago, and it's a, basically it's a 5K, and you have to run, it's mostly running, but you eventually come to these obstacles. And that's what I think, like, and you have to overcome the obstacles, you have to get over the obstacles so you can continue running. And sometimes I think, you know, in life, we're, we're running, you know, that, that's just our, that's our life. And all of a sudden, we come up, and there's this, you know, barbed wire fence we've got to climb through filled with mud. And that, that's our obstacle that we have to overcome and get through so that we can keep running, so we can keep on our path that we're supposed to, we're supposed to go. Um, but, you know, life happens and we have these hurdles or these, these, these things that we need to overcome, these obstacles that we need to go through. So, one of those things is, I think, labels. We all have labels and we all go through something. Um, so, and I, and I hope today will change the way you think about and feel about the labels that we all have, because uh, we all have labels. Um, how many dads do we have? How many dads we got in here? All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, how many moms do we got in here? All right, yeah. Give the moms and dads a big hand real quick. Um, all right, yeah, there we go. <laughs> how many brothers we got? I'm a brother. All right, how many sisters? All right. So we all kind of have, like, like predetermined labels. Like, if we're, unless you're an only child, then sorry, you don't. You don't have the option. But anyway, you know, we all have these labels, or it's dad, mom, brother, sister, whatever. And, you know, those, those are just, if we have siblings or if we have parents, those are just predetermined things. How many daughters do we have? That should be like everyone, okay? All right. How many, how many sons do we got here? I mean, you got, you're only here for one. Anyway, um, we won't talk about that. So, so we all have, like, these predetermined labels that we have. Um... So, I, but, and we also have funny labels, like, and as soon as I say funny labels, I'm sure some of you have some thoughts in your head, you know, growing up that you did or something happened to you, or, um, you know, j just, just weird things that happen. But I get, I bet you don't have a label that I have. I have a label that I ran, jumped on top of a little Tykes car, ran down and hit the driveway. Now, before I show the video of it, I have to say it was slightly edited to make it a bit more funny. All right, and that's courtesy of uh, Mark Eichmann. Give Mark Eichmann a big hand. Um, yeah, Mark Eichmann's just awesome. So, real quick, if we can just cut the lights and show that video um, of the labels I have.
story. Uh, my brother Jacob, he, he filmed that, and then Levi, my brother Levi, and my sister Juliana. Juliana was like like six at the time. She's back there tearing it up on the laughing. Um, so true story. Before I proceed anymore, so you know, whenever I tell people, like my family, that I'm preaching, the one thing, the only thing that they ask me, or the, or the one time, the one thing they ask me this time is, are you going to give me a shout out like you did the last message? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. So that was my shout-out to Jacob. Now, give a big hand for my family. They're, they're, they're just awesome. They are. Um, I, I do love them on occasion. I mean, every now and again. When it, when it benefits. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so we, we, we all have these predetermined labels, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, son, daughter. We all have these funny labels of things that we, we did as kids and... Um, you know, they, they just kind of stick with us. There's also another side to it. Now I want to talk about the other side, and that's the bad labels that we get. Sometimes, you know, people tell us that we're not good enough. We're just not quick enough. We're not smart enough. We can't do this because of this problem that we have. Um, when I was young, I was, uh, well, actually at talking age, but I couldn't talk. Um, I had a thing known as uh, dyspraxia. And that was me. I could think about the words I want to say, but I couldn't correlate it with my tongue. So if I wanted to say train, it would come out, boo. If I wanted to say mom, it would pretty much come out, boo. So I couldn't talk. And I'm sure um, whenever mom went out to the store or whatever and I tried to say something, I'm sure I got some labels on that one. But, you know, every time, you know, we all in, live in this world where we all get these bad labels, whether it's at work, at home sometimes. You know, I, I love my family, but man, I'll tell you what, I get some labels from them, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it doesn't stop. So we all have these things that, that, that limit us and limit our ability to do stuff because of the labels that the world gives us. So I want to talk about how we can overcome that. Now, to help, help us overcome that, we're going to um, read, read some Bible verses because the Bible is like the answer to everything, all right? Amen? Amen, man, I'm telling you. Uh, so we're going to start out in Acts 4, verse 1, if you guys will follow along with me. This is the NIV version. It says, The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. Next verse, please. I'm just going to be reading the thrill. Uh, they were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put him in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. So the next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so, was the so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had heard Peter and John brought, they had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power and what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who is lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this. You and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. 
Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we, by which we must be saved. Here, here's the kicker verse. Here, here's, here's what we're going to talk about. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Man, they were unschooled, ordinary man, men. Now, I'll be honest. One thing that I do try to do is I try to, try to a little dress to impress, so I pay people to style me. Okay, it's called Stitch Fix. If you want some, I get $25 off if you sign up. So see me afterwards, man. I'm, try, I'm trying to sell stuff here. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they, they were unschooled already men. They, they didn't, you know, they looked like fishermen. They, they, weren't, they didn't dress to impress. They didn't care because they had one job or one mission, and that was to get as many people saved as they could. But see, people didn't see them like that. They didn't look at the heart. They looked at, you know, what they looked like. I mean, they were probably had a, you know, burlier beard than I did, and it was frayed all over the place, and, you know, ratty clothes, because they, they were fishermen. They probably didn't make that much money. And they were eventually astonished because, you know, of what, well, the power of God can do. So they were unschooled, ordinary men. But they did an extraordinary thing. So, how do we overcome being unschooled, ordinary people? Or not being good enough? Not doing what we can do? Not what, you know, not what the world wants us to do? Um, and number one, and I, and I do truly believe this. Uh, mom actually helped me realize this, I'll be honest. Because my, mom, my mom's awesome, dude, I'm telling you. I've, I have the best mom in the world. Um, but I think one thing that we can do to overcome those labels... It's don't set, a, don't set yourself up for failure. Now, here's what I mean by that. Don't set yourself up to be labeled. Don't, don't try to be something that you're not. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because you are the best you. You are the only you that there can be. So you have to be the best you that you can be because no one else can be you. That is why. But so many times, you know, we, we want to be someone else. We want to be something else. Like me, I want to be the greatest preacher in the world, and God bless pastor. I know I'm not. I, I know that. But I want to be. And, but I'm me, and I do the best me that I can be. So don't set yourself up for failure. And number two, and I, I think this is such, such a big, big part, is um, of, of overcoming labels. And that is by recognizing who we are in Christ. Um, 1 John 2, 12 through 14 says it this way. I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. By recognizing who we are in Christ, we overcome whatever people want to say about us. Because you know why? It doesn't matter. Nothing on that matters. Because you know who you are? You are free. If you are in Christ and Christ is in you, you are free. You're forgiven. You're saved, you're loved, and you're child of the one true king. That's who you are. You're not, you're not not good enough. You are good enough in God's eyes. 
And if we stop listening to the labels of, our, of the world and submerge ourselves, submerge ourselves in the labels that God gives us, then we're conquerors. We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers. We can conquer anything that we want. So number one is don't set yourself up for failure. And number two is recognize who you are in Christ. That's it. It's a hard road. But that's it. It's not an easy one. Trust me. But that's how we overcome it. So next time, you know, someone like tries to label you, you be like, bro, I got Christ in me, man. I'm free and forgiven and saved and a child of the one true king. And you can smile, man. Go ahead, clap, man. I'm telling you. We're all children of the one true king, man. We're saved. We're saved, dude. It's awesome. Let's go ahead and pray, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for these very, very short few minutes that I spent with these awesome, awesome ladies and gentlemen, God. And I just pray that as we all go through stuff, God, we all have those hurdles, we all have those obstacles that we need to go over and jump over, God, or climb under or climb around, go through, God. We all have these things we need to overcome because, God, the world is a dangerous place. It's an evil place. But, God, today I pray that you'll help us be more than conquerors. You'll help us be overcomers in everything, God. That no matter what hurdle comes our way, whether it's labels or fear, God, whatever it is, I just pray that we can conquer it. We can overcome that, that battle that we're, we all go through every day, every single second of the day, God. I just pray that, pray that you will help us and give us strength to power through it and know that there, there's a finish line on the other side.